Hello, and welcome to the narrowing path. <clears throat> Walking the spiritual walk, excuse me there. My name is Stephen Einstein. Thank you all for joining me again today as we go through and we do today's daily reading from James Allen's Daily Tip Meditations. Yesterday's was really quite fantastic. It was talking about the journey and uh, the pitfalls we can have, the troubles we can stumble into and everything of that nature. And let me tell you, it's it's been indicative of mine, but as long as we're my journey anyway, but as long as we are striving forward and continuing to aim at that ideal, that spiritual growth, that, um, that righteousness, all we can do is continue to move forward. It's really, really a great thing. So I'm looking forward to see what today's has. I'm hoping it coming to brings us back to what we talked about. I think it was two days ago with that, uh, uh what was it called? The, the second surrender, right? Surrender of opinion. Because um, I'm looking forward to that. That's a great one. Um, that's something I'm still doing today. So let's uh, let's see if uh, let's see how where we go with this one today. This is going to be uh, fresh to you, fresh to me, meaning that you'll get my genuine response, reactions, observations, and what I relate to about the reading. Because this will be the first time that I hear it or read it right here on this podcast with y'all. So please. Uh, come with me and let's see what we got here. This is October 17th from James Allen's Daily Meditations. Acquire the priceless possession of spiritual discernment. <clears throat> Clothing his soul with the colorless garment of humility, a man bends all his energies to the uprooting of those opinions which he has hitherto loved and cherished. He now learns to distinguish between truth, which is one and unchangeable, and his own and others' opinions about truth, which are many and changeable. He sees that his opinions about goodness, purity, compassion, and love are very distinct from those qualities themselves, and that he must stand upon those divine principles, and not his own opinions. Hitherto he has regarded his own opinions as of great value, but now he ceases but now he ceases so to elevate his own opinions and to defend them against those of others, and comes to regard them as utterly worthless. Stand uh, stand upon the divine principles of purity, wisdom, compassion, and love. Wow, that's a good one. I love that. And it looks like, I mean, we didn't use the term surrender in here, gateway, I guess, but this has got to be concerning the second one, the, the surrender of the surrender of opinion, surrender of desire, surrender of opinion, then surrender of self. So that's a, uh, this was, this is great. Let's go through this line by line here. Acquire the priceless possession of spiritual discernment. So, all right, let's look that up real quick here. We got, uh, all right. It has uh, the ability to judge well. Okay, that's a good thing. And then um, here's something you don't see too often, as in parentheses, in Christian context, perception in the absence of judgment with a view of obtaining spiritual guidance and understanding. I mean, that's what we're going for here right there. Perception in 
this absence of judgment with a view to obtaining spiritual guidance and understanding. I mean, that's what I would call the ability to judge well, right? Non-condemning point of view. And uh, so that's great. Acquire the priceless possession of spiritual discernment, right? I'm excited to see how it goes into this. I will, I, reading it that first time, I, I like the direction we're going to take with this, I think. So, clothing his soul with the colorless garment of humility. Why is it colorless? It's interesting. Just to not draw attention to oneself, I wonder, or just you won't even know someone's got it on. Invisible to the naked eye, maybe. Clothing his soul with the colorless garment of humility, a man bends all his energies to the uprooting of those opinions which he has hitherto loved and cherished. Mm. All his energies to the uprooting of those opinions which he has hitherto loved and cherished. So, I mean, that's a that's something that I attack still today. That's something that I do a lot of work on. And I, for a very long time, and still to this day, very attached to my opinions about things. Um, I like to believe I'm right a lot of times. And I can use that in very negative ways. Ways that will stand in the way of my own growth. Because I think I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's uh, one of my biggest downfalls. Alright, so... Brooding those opinions which he has hitherto loved and cherished. I, I was so attached to my opinions. Now he learns to distinguish between truth, which is one and unchangeable, and his own and others' opinions about truth, which are many and changeable. Well, that's a... I'd say that's got some hot words in it, right? Hot button words. Truth is... Uh, a lot of people are talking about my truth and this and that. And, and then people don't like being limited at all. So when it says he learns how the do, how to, excuse me, he now learns to distinguish between truth and truth, spiritual truths, reality, which is one and unchangeable. It's exactly what it is, how it is. Reality is reality, and that's it at the end of the day. That is truth, which is one and unchangeable, and his own and others' opinions about truth. See, this is the funny part. Well, opinions about truth, which are many and changeable. So, truths are usually simple. Truths are usually straightforward. And truths are usually widely Accepted, I guess. Here's a good way to say it. But our opinions on what the truth is, or how it should be implemented, or how we need to follow it, or this, that, the other, those, others' opinions about truth, which are many and changeable, like, they're not fluid. Truth isn't really fluid in the sense of, like, it, uh, it's true for you, but not true for them. Truth is just an underlying 
spiritual reality that affects all dimensions of living. It's our opinions of what the truth is that are many and changeable. And we don't need to be attached to our opinions. People define themselves by their opinions these days. And um, they're fighting wars over it. Killing each other over it. Over a lot of things. He sees that his opinions... He sees that his opinions about goodness, purity, compassion, and love are very distinct from those qualities themselves. And that he must stand upon those divine principles, not his own opinions. So, he sees that his opinions about goodness, purity, compassion, and love are very distinct from those qualities themselves. So, it's a, we, we like to talk about these things. Well, I like to talk about these things, but living them, embodying them, practicing them, much different things than just what I say about it. <laughs> I love that, actually. Uh, he sees that his opinions about goodness, purity, and compassion, and love are very distinct from the qualities themselves, from those qualities themselves, and that he must stand upon those divine principles, not his own opinion. You practice love, purity, compassion, excuse me, goodness, purity, compassion, and love. Through love in there twice. Well, it is kind of important. But you practice those things to get a full understanding and comprehension of them. That's been my experience. Some of these things you can't describe. And these things you can't really articulate well. At least it's hard for me. So, very distinct upon the from those qualities themselves. Our opinions on those qualities are much, very distinct upon those qualities from those qualities themselves, and that he must stand upon those divine principles, not on his own opinions. You stand on the principle, not your opinion of the principle. It's uh, that is something I am learning how to do properly, and uh, it's not easy, um, because I become so attached to my opinions and they've uh, guided me through my life they've been my shining star through the night right like I have used them for my own benefit many many times and actually disregarded the truth that was underlying them I'm not a perfect person but I'm trying to do better so stand on the principle themselves, not your opinion of the principle. Hitherto he has regarded his own opinions as of great value, but now he ceases so to elevate his own opinions and to defend them against those of others and comes to regard them as utterly worthless. So, truth doesn't... What, what we're saying here, what James Allen's really talking about is the fact that truth doesn't need to be defended. Truth just is. There's no argument. Anything else is opinion. It's a hard thing for some people to come to terms with, but 
when we can let go of our opinions, when we can quit defining ourselves by these falsely held perceptions, these egotistical um, expressions of ourselves. I'm not sure how to phrase that without it being triggering for somebody, but it's our opinions don't matter. The truth of the world will always be the truth. It need not be defended. So we don't hold them up. We don't hold our opinions up anymore. We don't seek to defend them. If we need to do that, we need to take those actions. It's not the truth. And we regard her and comes to regard them as utterly worthless. My opinions really don't mean anything to anyone. They really don't. So, I love this closing line. Stand upon the divine principles of purity, wisdom, compassion, and love. Those are great ones. Purity, wisdom, compassion, and love. If you start there, you'll get pretty far. Practice that in every area of your life and everything that you do and see how your life changes. Because I promise you it will in ways you didn't even expect. So, great, amazing reading today. And yeah, I do believe this is probably about that uh, surrender of opinion. I mean, that seems like it'd be affiliated with that. So let's see what tomorrow brings, though. And I'm looking forward to it. So until next time. Thanks.